what's going on? They're off. They just teed off on the 18th, which means I get going because I got to be the first out to market. So I got to start making this before they even finish the 18th hole because I know what's going to happen, you mother father. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate 75. I'm a high limit DFS player who is here to help you to remember that DFS is hard as shit and to help you find an edge the littlest ways we can because if you don't know, this shit be tough, but at least it's fun. At least it's fun, Bob. If you like the cut of my jib, I encourage you to hang around for about the next 20 minutes as we talk about round four showdown. Also remember that I do the emergency stream, and it's over this shoulder now, every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Lord's Time Zone, where we talk about week-long, which is the ultimate kick in the nuts for all of us, as we know. High six to six rate? It doesn't matter, because your guys will blow up on Saturday. Fuck! Uh, we do round three showdown every Friday. You're watching round four showdown right now. It's Saturday. Maybe it's Sunday morning for you. Okay? Yeah, you procrastinator. And then tomorrow, look at that bad boy right there. The Sunday tilt is coming. Check it out. Me and Jungle JD, he has a small sweat to win a million bucks tomorrow. Five of six, but you never know. Maybe Xander goes ham tomorrow. Me and him will be watching the final round live. You should tune in. Watch it on your TV. Listen to us. Be in the chat. Have fun. Enjoy it. We'll sweat some lineups. We'll talk some shit. We'll have some fun. Uh, and uh, that's what it's all about. All right? It's going to be like the emergency stream, except uh, it'll be a lot more interactive. So come check it out if you're not doing anything or you're like me and you realize that the cbs uh the cbs broadcast well let me tell you a little secret bob it fucking sucks okay if you hang around to the end i will give you some thoughts on price picks i will also have four guys who are really good at historical round four scoring but you gotta wait till the end you slimy bastard all right let's talk about how the course played today and it played about like i thought it played easier there was just it was just really good conditions out there today uh as we said that even the worst that might have been projected was not looking particularly intimidating and so they got after it today. I mean, the course played a cool almost three-quarters of a shot under par. Uh, lots and lots of birdies. I hope you took the, the, the birdies on, on price picks like I told you. It was just a very, very gettable course today. Saw a lot of guys uh, boat racing this course. Of course, you know, old Denny McCarthy. I, I tried to tell you, old Denny, point one. He was smashing approach. You got to play hot Denny. And so uh, why, why do we need to know this? Okay, well, first of all, let's go compare. How did they do? The morning guys did have slightly better conditions than the afternoon guys. It did bake out a little bit. That's why I was really liking those guys in the 10 to 2 window. So if you got the majority of your holes 10 to 2, that was where I wanted you. So I really liked playing those guys that were going out relatively early. But at the same time, I didn't think it was enough to get me off of any guys so let's apply that to what we're going to see tomorrow okay i think that's what we need to remember is we need to remember what this looks like but before we talk about that let's talk about some contest selections because let me tell you it's pretty juicy good job DraftKings, you mother fathers uh having a good DraftKings having a good day more on that in a minute you mother father all right so here you go uh tomorrow look they've got the big look okay 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 i don't love it when it's 25 percent to first right but at least it's not a third right am i gonna play in this probably because we got the sunday tilt and it's not the best structured tournament 10th place is only one one hundredth the first so i'm definitely not gonna max in or any stupid shit like that but i'll probably toss a couple in there this is not a great one okay that's not a great format of a tournament it's not as bad as it normally is, but it ain't great, Bob. But, like, the $200 single entry is so much better tomorrow. So much better. Ninth place is one-tenth of first. Second is 60% of first. Much better, Bob. Much better. The $100 single entry, great format. Love this one. Definitely going to be playing in that. The $44 club twirl, more on that in a minute. Yes. Oh, my God. I got a, I got a fucking story for you, Bob. Uh, there you go. It is looking very, very good. Of course, my baby, uh, the 18 max $10, uh, the nuts is all always uh definitely want to play in that one the four dollar 20 max uh which they put up today and they got it again tomorrow love this one gonna i was gonna be in that one uh let's see what else do we got if you are a smaller level player go do this one dollar 20 max it's really great uh what do we got a little five dollar here oh wow a mass five dollar for twenty thousand 
Okay, I don't like 25% to first, but it ain't the worst, bop. $5 single entry is good. The $33 single entry is good. A secondary $100 and $200 single entry? Damn, DraftKings. They know that Tiger's there to butter their bread tomorrow, boy. $12 single entry? Uh, wait, is that $12 single entry? Yeah, right there. That ain't bad. I mean, a lot of good choices tomorrow. This is almost like week-long. We don't normally get such a, a smorgasbord of just great contests. So I will be splashing around and enjoying my Sunday sweat. Um, and so great contest to choose from tomorrow. There's no... Uh, look, normally, I, didn't, I was only going to play like $500 today. I know because I had to get it refunded. Um, and uh, it was just because the contests suck. I don't play in contests that I don't like, right? I can tell you tomorrow, the big guy will be getting will be getting a little belligerent, okay? Because it's just good contests. And I'm, 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 I eat them up. This is why every week at Weeklog, I'm like, I'm not going to play very much. And then I see the contest. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I could do, maybe I could do a couple more. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's talk about the first thing that always matters. It's weather, brother. All right. It seems as though it's pretty consistent across all the towers tomorrow. All the projections are saying around 2 or 3, there's going to be some gusts. 3 or 4 o'clock. Here's what I'm guessing. The round's not over. We don't know the tea times, but I know a thing called the sun. All right? And I know that they are going, and I can go off TV time. They, the leaders are going to be going off just a hair earlier uh, uh, tomorrow, Sunday, than they did today. So they went off at like 1040 local time today. So I'm guessing they're going to go off somewhere around 10 to 1030 tomorrow because coverage wants to end at around Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm sorry. They will be going off around. If the coverage is going to end at 530, the leaders will be going off around one, which means that the other guys will be starting at around 11. The round will start at 11, Lord's time zone, which will be nine o'clock time out there, right? So I think they're going to start at nine o'clock local time tomorrow, off in threes, off one and 10, uh, so that the, the so that TV coverage can be done at 530, right? That's just simple math. So they're not going to be going off in twos. The day's just not long enough to do that. So knowing that, if the leaders are going to be going off at... Uh, uh, what what do we determine that they're going to be going off at uh, new uh, eleven o'clock local time? That means they're going to get a good chunk of their round. The end of their round is going to be in these. Uh, windier, baked out conditions. So guys going off at the very last, that's going to be your leaders going off one, and the guys in the very, very back, Xander, uh, are going to be going off uh, uh, and playing 10 and playing the back nine first. And so you need to know that because I think those guys, I think their last six holes are going to get pretty tough. I think they're going to get pretty fucking spicy. I think the guys that you really want to target tomorrow are going to be the guys who go off the earliest. And once again, if you don't know how it works, just take the whole field. First is over here. Dead last is over here. All the guys in the middle go out first, and then they just start moving away from the center out to the edges. That's how it works. So the very last guys that go off tomorrow, guys going off one will be the leaders, Rom, Homa, Mitchell. All the guys going off the back will be, you know, slap dick, slap dick, slap dick. They'll all be going off one and ten. And then all the guys going off very first are going to be all those guys in the middle of the field who are setting like, you know, T33 right now. A guy that's probably going to be one of the first ones off tomorrow, Adam Shank, uh, Kevin Strillman. Those guys are probably going to avoid most of the win because they'll get their round done before they hit that and before the course gets trampled on and before it bakes out more. It is already it, – look, it's firm and fast. No one can deny that, but it'll only get firmer and faster, okay? We'll go look at all the sites. Um, you know, they're all pulling from these projections, so, you know, fucking take from it what you will. It, it, all of them agree that it is going to be the peak windy will be tomorrow afternoon around that 2, 3 o'clock range, right? All, all the sites agree. No fucking surprise because they're using projections from windy.com. Apparently, they can afford the $18 a year, too. I'm not the only big wig out there, okay? So, I got a quick story to tell you. 
I, you know, being the great leader of a community that I am, wait until round two ends, go announce to everybody, hey, guys, here's the dudes that just made the cut that no one's going to have in their lineups. Make sure you consider guys like Wyndham Clark and guys like that who just made the cut on the number and nobody's going to play because we didn't know if they were going to make the cut till this morning. And then it's like 30 minutes until lock. I, you know, we, I got enough time to inform the, the Discord, what's up, get everybody in the loop, take care of my people, then myself, help others, and then yourself. I believe that's the opposite of an airplane. And then I go over, but I'm not worried. You know why? Because I've got the solver, the best optimizer out there, and I can, I'm only doing 20 20 lineups today. As I told you, the contest fucking sucked today. So I was just going to play in all the 20 maxes. Of course, my 18 max and throw two in the $44 club twirl. And so I get over here. I, go, I come over. I start making my guys. Nice tight player pool. As you can see, I had 14 guys in my player pool. Of course, I was playing ROM. Played the fucking loser, Rory himself, who didn't disappoint. He's a fucking loser. Played Xander. Bum. Played Justin Thomas. He actually backdoored a pretty good round with that little late birdie streak. But I have four core plays, right? I, I loved Terrell Hatton. I loved Wyndham Clark. I loved Denny McCarthy, and I loved Ricky Fowler. Those guys, I, I look, I think I still, yeah, look, I still have it up right over here. I have Wyndham Clark. Can you see it over my big fucking dome? Uh, Wyndham Clark, I said, uh, rule, you got to have him in 40%, Hatton in 60%, Denny in 40 And you can see what I actually ended up with him over there, right? So I get him, and what I do is I always go take my highest projected lineup. As you can see right over there, it was 211, because if you don't know, when you sign up, up, you get my, all my projections and all my ownership loaded onto here for you. I go get it. I load it up. I go put it in. It's 1026. I upload it onto DraftKings and it says air. I'm like, what do you mean air? I got 14 minutes to lock. No. Fucking DraftKings locked it 15 fucking minutes early, even though they announced it was locked at 1040. PGA said 1040. And so here I am thinking I got all the time and then fucking none of my lineups get submitted. Fortunately, I have a really nice host. I explained him the situation. He thought it was weird too. He refunded me. Uh, you know, no big deal, right? But of course, of course, I just went back and looked like a dumbass. You should never do this. I just went back and I'm like, I wonder what my best projected lineup was today. It was this Rom, Shuffle, Hatton, Tigala, Wyndham Clark, Denny lineup. So I would have just tossed that in my 44. I always take my two highest projected, toss them in my highest value, blah, 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 blah. Did Rom just think a fucking birdie? Oh, my God. That's even worse. Now, now I definitely would have won. I think I would have won every single time. I, what I did is I was going to put it in the $1. I, I, put it, I put it in the 44, and then I go put it in all the other 20 maxes, right? I was going to do the 18 max and two 44s, and then just copy and paste all those, put it in the $4 and the $1. And someone told me that this lineup, now with Rom making that birdie, I think would have got like 280-something points, which I know would have won the club twirl, probably would have won them all. Now. I'm not a fool. I know that if I would have really entered this lineup, fucking fate would have been different. Denny McCarthy wouldn't have fucking found a shamrock up his ass, right? This is why you don't do this. It's tilting because you know if I fucking would have got it in there, it would have never happened. So forgive me, but I needed to tilt. At least I got my money back and didn't just burn 400 bucks today on the my blank entries. So that was cool of them. If you want to sign up for the optimizer, uh, the solver, it's right here. It's 25 bucks a month. Make sure to use my landing page, which is in the description of this video. When you do that, it will get you signed up for 25 bucks a month, and then you can make those lineups in a, in a jiffy and get the best optimized things. It made me the nuts lineup today. Just my dumbass don't know how to read the time when lock is. Because I, I assumed I made an ass out of you and me. And so go sign up using my landing page. 25 bucks a month. I, if you make more than 20 lineups per slate, how the fuck you live without an optimizer? I'll never know. Use this. Use my landing page. It will come with all my projections, all my ownership for all of Showdown and Classic. Best value out there. All right. Let's talk about today. Fucking John Rom. guy's an animal. The guy's a fucking animal. Uh, you're, playing with, you're playing with fire if you avoid him. Uh, let's see here. It looks like I do not have the right things selected, so I need to go select those things. Putt around the green. Get the fuck out of here, scrambling. Get the fuck out of here and off the tee. What am I missing? Off the tee, approach, 
Total? I need total too, right? And T to green. There we go. Now it looks like we're used to. Did you guys know that you could do that? Did you know that you can go select different things over on Data Golf when you're looking at your numbers? Yeah. You're welcome, dude. All right. First thing I always look at is, well, who fucking lit it up today? Denny McCarthy. I'm telling you, I was all over Denny McCarthy. How, you know, this is why I hate showdown. It's just a bunch of luck suckers that just get there. Okay. Here's the Rosetta Stone from last night. This is what I give to all my people. Okay, I could see that Denny, I even joked on the showdown hoedown last night that Denny McCarthy was just a prime candidate. Marked him as a sleeper. It was really easy to just see. He's a good round four scorer. He's a good value. And he was doing good with the putt. He was above average with his irons. Okay, I'm in on Denny. I'm in. Okay, and that, that's how you get on a guy like Denny. You just go mark him. By the way, other one right next to him, Lukeman, Listeman, Wyndham Clark. I mean, like, I just used the stone to make my picks too. Okay, so. From there, guys who tore it up today, Denny McCarthy, you should definitely go back to him tomorrow if you want to lose. I mean, I look, can Denny McCarthy have two good rounds in a row? I mean, anybody can have two good rounds in a row. I'm just saying it ain't likely, Bob. John Rom, well, I mean, he just finished. He, he just made a birdie, so that's even better than it shows, right? Uh, he's unbelievable. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. Uh, Gary Woodland, I told you Gear Bear might be back. I'm kind of excited about that. JJ Spawn did not see that one coming. Seamus Power, Cam Young, watch out for the Leprechaun. He loves the Lucky Charms. I don't know what that was. Uh, Tiger Woods. Okay. You go, I mean, if the, you don't know, okay. First of all, the Tiger round should have got you excited because it's fucking Tiger Woods. Second of all, should have got you excited because I'm actually starting to believe he might win another tournament in his life. And third of all, should get you pumped because there's going to be so many jackasses jamming him into round four lineups tomorrow. You should just be fucking licking your chops. Just like all the donkey dicks that played Lee Hodges today at Showdown that pay the rake. Just be happy that those guys are going to be Tiger Woods tomorrow, okay? Maybe he'll, I mean, Tiger's a little bit better than fucking Lee Hodges, but still, I, I, I just worry about if he can hold up for a whole nother round. Even as badass as he looked today, he did look a little hobbly. I will not, I will not slander the goat. I love Tiger. I do, but no chance I'm playing him tomorrow. Keith Mitchell. Uh, okay, so really, it's just these minus four guys, and most of these guys outside of like Rom, I'm pretty much off of. Maybe Cam Young, I consider, or Keith Mitchell because he's up there. But you know, like these guys, like you're just gonna pay an ownership premium. So fuck that. The next thing I'm gonna look at is there any studs who are down at the bottom that no one's going to play tomorrow? And the obvious answer to that one is yes. It's gonna be old slap Dick Xander Shoffley, who actually was really really good with approach today. He kind of started to figure something out in the back nine. If you want to get a guy that's gonna be three percent owned that could win you a GPP, if you're playing in that big twenty five dollar. You have. I'm not telling you to play Xander. I'm saying you got to consider him. Not a fucking soul is going to play Sung JM tomorrow. Not a soul. He will. I, if he's over two percent, I'll do hundred push-ups. There's no way. No one's going to play him at that price tag with how he played today and how far down he is. Tony Finau, Tom Kim. No one's playing these guys. So you have a chance to go get these guys. I'm not telling you to go play a bunch of guys down here, but I'm saying go go pick your guys up top and then, you know, leave some room to get one or two of the, to put one of these studs in your lineup. Just put one big pivot in your lineup and it can be all you need to have the nuts lineup, okay? So those are, that's the next thing I'm going to look at. The next thing I'm going to consider is guys in the top 10, right? So I'm going to consider top six and above everybody that is in a really good position because position points do matter in round four showdown. Wait a second. You always say they don't matter. No, dumbass. I say they don't matter where they start, but they do matter where they finish. We want to keep in mind the bonus points we can get with the placement if they move up the leaderboard. So yes, they do matter, but we think of them as a destination, not as a starting point. So with that, I'm looking at all these guys in the top six, which it appears as though there is exactly 10 of them, right? Or nine of them, I guess. And so because of that, I'm probably going to have something like four or five of these guys in my player pool tomorrow. Not all of them. 
Okay, but not none of them either. And I will set rules on my lineups that it, every lineup must contain at least two of these guys. I need that win equity in my lineups that whichever two, two or three of these guys up at the top are going to take off tomorrow, and they might go win this tournament. They might go back to or a second place, and those bonus points, along with the good round they have, are going to be a, 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 an optimal type play that you need in your lineup. But I'm also going to set a rule in my lineup that I don't want any more than three of these guys because if you start putting four, five, six of these guys in your lineup from up here, it's going to be chalky as fuck, and it's going to be stupid, and I guarantee you at least three of these guys starting in the top 10 are going to shit the bed tomorrow okay so because of that especially at a hard-ass course you always have to be warm to to fade in some of these guys at the top because like any of these guys tomorrow have a 78 in them every single one of them even Jonathan ramathan does so I, I wouldn't say it's likely but it is possible so with that I'm going to pick my battles up here. And maybe this is what all of you are going to do. Okay, well, I'll just go take uh, Rom, Mitchell, Homa, Cantlay, and Morikawa. Okay, you can do that. Okay, Those are the best players up in the top 10. But when you do that, just know that you're giving yourself no ability to pivot anywhere else to the high limit players, right? Whereas if you would add somebody like an Adam Svensson or a Tom Hoagie or a JJ Spawn, some cheaper, some cheaper type guys into your pool. Now, if you play those guys, instead of having, uh, you know, whoever, a Morikawa or a Rom, now instead of always having to jam those guys into your lineup, you can go down here and grab that fee now. You can go grab that Xander Shoffle, that Tom Kim, that uh, whoever the other slapdick I forgot from down here was. Sungjae? Sungjae. All right? That's what you can do. That's how you can allow your lineup up to not be completely consumed because I guarantee you Rom will be 45% tomorrow, which in the past he would have been like 60%, but we'll just call it the showdown hoedown effect and say that he will probably be closer to 45 tomorrow. So with that, you got to be mindful of who you're picking up here. You need some of these guys to completely fade everybody up here to make a lineup of nobody up here. I think is a fool's errand, but I think also to have more than three guys up here is also a fool's errand. Every optimal lineup I look at has at least three big chasers who move up from the pack today, right? Like if you like just take today, let's say today was the final round and you didn't have a guy like a Denny McCarthy. You didn't have a guy like Seamus Power, Terrell Hatton, all the guys who had these big chaser rounds. Well, then you had no chance. You weren't winning shit without those guys. Okay. You weren't going to do it just playing the guys up at the top because you would have had more cow in there. How did he treat you, Bob? You would have had Lee Hodges in there. How'd that treat you, Bob? Not well. That's the answer. Shane Lowry. You know you all played Shane Lowry. Okay, so that's the point I'm trying to make. You want to have some guys at the top, but you got to find the chasers. So who are the chasers? Well, let's go try to find some, all right? First thing I like to look at, as always, is approach, because approach is the thing most correlated to good scoring rounds. And guys who tore it up on approach say, what a fucking surprise. John Rom killed it. Okay, what are you going to tell me next? The sun's going to rise? Get the fuck out of here. Tell him, Polly. I don't have Polly on. Uh, I mean, Gary Woodland's approach is just unbelievable. I mean, that's two rounds in a row over three. I think the Gare Bear may be back. That's crazy. Did you see that fucking shot he hit on the 11? My God, like to two feet with a three wood? Oh my God. Uh, look, he's live. I, I still not convinced Gare Bear's back, and I also think he's going to be 30% tomorrow because of his price tag. You know, that I, I don't know if I can get there, but I think he should be warm to it. I will tell you, I'm a guy who chases Luke Donald approach rounds far too much, and they do not seem to follow back to back. So you've been warned. Uh, Ricky Fowler, I was all over him today. His stats were just pointing in the right direction. Actually, he actually didn't even capitalize on how good of a round he had. He really started out slow and just finished in fuego. He could be another guy tomorrow that, you, you, like, if he continues that momentum he had on the back nine, could be great. Luke List, ball struck like a champion like he has all week, but today was the first day he didn't putt like an asshole. That's why I had him marked as a sleeper. It's pretty easy whenever I just say, hey, if he just putts like a normal human, not a great human, just a normal human, he'll tear it up. Xander's approach is tempting to go back to. Denny McCarthy. Mm -hmm. All right. 
From there, did anybody just really fuck themselves on the tee today? Seamus uh, Power. Incredible Seamus Power shot a minus four, giving up two strokes off the tee. That means if he was just average off the tee today, he would have shot a minus six. So that actually is kind of appealing to go back to. I don't know if he can continue this putting, but damn, that approach is on uh, is is there. Anybody else? Uh, Peter Malnati, terrible off the tee today. It was pretty good on approach and putting. And like Peter Malnati, when he has irons, the motherfucker can score. Uh, Rory. Rory is the ultimate. Not a, I mean, he fucked everybody. If you don't see Rory backdoor in a top five tomorrow, you don't know Rory. I, I'm just, I, if I, I don't know how I don't play. He, he fucked all my lineups today, too. Well, I say that. I think I only had him. What was it? I, I have it right over here. What, what, what have old Rory in? I had a rule to have him. I had a 40% rule. He ended up, he would, he would have been in 40% of my lineups, but I'm a dumbass that submits him a minute too late trying to, trying to be a good Samaritan. Fuck. Pisses me off. Uh, Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, Rory. If you don't see the, the Rory top five coming tomorrow, I got nothing for you. Um, Anybody else? All right. Anybody kill themselves around the greens today? Emiliano Grillo. Okay, but like you got to ask yourself, like at some point, is he just so far? By the way, he was in my player pool. <laughs> see, I clearly don't hit them all. I don't hit them all. What, what did I have Grillo in there? I had a rule for Grillo. Yeah, 30, 30% Grillo. See, I don't hit all the nuts. I just, <laughs> this is why you make a good core, because you don't have to get every guy right. You just got to get enough of them right. You, it just takes one, baby. Uh, all right, other guys. Wow, Hovland. That is horrific. But, man, that is, that is an, that's actually a really good round. Hovland is another guy that no one's going to play just because he's, he's almost price restrictive because he's so expensive and everybody's going to want to go spend on Homa and, and, and Rom and Morikawa and all those guys in the top 10. So that's another guy. I bet you get it probably under 7% would be my guess. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Anybody else? Uh, Gary. Okay, we already talked about Gary, Ricky. Uh, all right, there's some guys. Uh, and then the last one, uh, let's see. Off the tee, we already looked at approach. Uh, let's just look at overall. Just for the event, anybody killing it overall? Luke List, Gary Woodland, Rom Tigala, man. Tigala's like, he's really bringing it. He is such a train wreck off the tee, but he is so creative with the second shots. I think you got to consider him, right? Uh, that, that, that's what I'm looking at. The last thing I, I want to tell you, talk to you about is the tee times. If you want to know, once again, the guys who go out right here in this like T26, T33 range, those will be the very first guys out on the course. They'll be going off 1 and 10, uh, and they'll be, they'll be the first ones off, and then every 10 minutes, they'll just send groups out. The last group will go off about two hours after the first group. The guys that go out there the first will have the most gettable course. Okay? They will get out there before it gets the most crusty, the most walked over, the most firm, the most, heat, uh, the most wind, and they will have the best of it. So a guy like Justin Thomas could go both race early tomorrow shoot a minus seven and you're gonna be like oh my lineup are already dead well you should have fucking considered him shouldn't you so one of these guys is going to go out one of these guys are gonna go uh, in the first three or four groups are gonna go out and just fucking annihilate this course especially if it's an elite player jason day victor hovland justin thomas these guys right here in this zone one of them's gonna go out there and light the course on fire tomorrow you you mark my words okay they're going to uh because they're not gonna give a fuck they're just gonna go out there and score which on that note, I need to tell you about the best round four scores price adjusted. But before we do that, let me tell you about one thing. My website, it's called dgen75.com. It is a, one of the fa it's gotta be one of the fastest growing communities out there. Just go look at the leaderboards and just tell me you don't see my fucking flag flying everywhere. It is a great community. It is a remembering that you can get your money in plus EV. You can make good lineups. You can not play donkey dick chalk. You can learn the game, learn how to make your own picks and not take other people's top four picks. If that shit interests you, fuck off. You're not going to get it over there. But what you are going to get is the best tool out there. It is called the Rosetta Stone. As you can see, I make it for round three, round four, and 
for week long. As you can see, this is the one from yesterday, right? It would have got you on some pretty solid plays. It doesn't tell you a single person to play, but it gives you the, all the data you need to make good informed decisions, right? Why the hell was I on Luke list today? Well, it's pretty simple. He, his uh, good approach percentage that we track on here was the highest we've ever had. So like Luke list was like all over, right? Why did I play Denny? He was good price adjusted. It's a good round three score. And I could see that his approach was there. So Danny McCarthy, sleeper. That's how you get it. That's what we do over there. Lastly, go give me a follow. We passed 2,500. Thank you, motherfathers. Like and subscribe. Tell a friend because YouTube ain't going to fucking share my shit ever. Fuck you, YouTube. All right? Give me another copyright claim. Go fuck yourself. Follow me on Twitter if you want to. Reach out to me. I'll, I'll respond to your DM. I always do in a time, timely and thoughtful manner. I don't take myself too serious. I'm not like a big deal that like, doesn't have time to respond to you. All right, those last four guys. Great round four scores. How about Jason Day, number three? Corey Connors, number six, Tom Hoagie, number seven, and Mackenzie Hughes, number 13, all really good values who have a history of going and lighting round the, the course on fire on round four. So it's just kind of what you want. Those guys that just say, fuck it, we're going at every pin. Because if you don't know, you'd rather have nine birdies and nine bogeys in round four than you would two birdies, one bogey, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> I hope you understand that. Price picks, what I'm doing tomorrow is I'm looking for the flag placements. If you don't know, the Genesis really likes to protect the course on Sundays. They are going to tuck those flags in the in the toughest parts of the course. We're going to have some wins pick up. 10 is not going to be a birdie hole tomorrow. They'll probably move it to the back edge, which makes which makes it such a tougher hole. Uh, and because of that, that's one less birdie hole. So I am probably looking to play the under on a lot of birdies, but probably the over on a lot of strokes, okay? Especially guys who are in the lead who I think are going to be playing for a lot of pars tomorrow it's going to be hitting it to 27 feet two putting for pars a whole bunch tomorrow so i'm not playing aggressive i'm playing almost the opposite of how i did today that is my strategy on price picks i feel pretty good about it with the wind with the crustiness and with the tough sunday flags okay i hope that helps you i hope you win some money uh i hope to see you again tomorrow for the fucking sunday tilt the very first one we're doing you better be there tell a friend come hang out with me and jungle jd as hopefully we win a bunch of money i hope to see you there, but I hope in the meantime, you enjoy this new outro again.